Stand by to the floor in five, four, three, two, one. Coming to you live from the rich heartland of Altamont Springs, Florida, it's The Vic Show with Victor Bowers, brought to you by Super Channel WACX-TV. Take it away! Greetings! Hello! What in the world are we doing? World, look at that beautiful world. What in the world are we doing? We're on the Vic Show. That's what we're doing for now. Welcome to the Vic Show. I'm Victor Bowers, your illustrious host. Or, um, whatever happens. That, I'm that person, I'm that guy. Hello, ex-president Cam. I was just looking at you as you were looking at me. What's the word, Mr. Ex-president Cam? Ah, <laughs> oh, there's your button. There's your button. Right, okay. It's the big show. Christian television at its finest. Huh? Yeah. What are we? What in the world are we doing? I don't know. We're just on the big show. Following the Holy Spirit, following the leading of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, when you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, and always the Holy Spirit always leads you to Jesus. Right? That's the, and the Father is up in heaven, up in heaven, wherever that's at. He's in heaven. Father God is heaven, pointing to His Son. And the Holy Spirit is in us, in Christ, revealing Christ to us and bringing Christ out. Wow, look, we're jumping off the deep theological cliff right at the beginning. That's, I asked what in the world are we doing. Apparently, that's what we're going to be doing. Nonetheless, Vic Show. Hello, party people in there. There's Angie and Arente. And... Uh, Where's Rick's, uh, Rick? <laughs> Sitting in the dark, of course. Whatever. In the corner. That's not a well-lit corner. we got to work on that one. Yeah, Vic Show. <laughs> Diane, what's on your head? Can you come please show the viewers as I fix my mic? It's a turkey. Do you have a turkey on your head? I do. Okay. Come up here. Yeah. I'm getting ready for Thanksgiving. Oh, it's a, it's a turkey hat. Is that a hat? It's or a, a barrette? It's a clip. Oh, it's a clip. It's a clip. <laughs> it has little, it has little shoes on. Yes. A little boots. Okay. Come on. Gotta get ready. <laughs> getting ready for the holidays. It is, it is approaching the holidays here as we're taping this show. It's live. When we tape this show, it's live. Um, today is a Tuesday. And it's approaching Thanksgiving season and Christmas and the holidays and it's all wonderful. And uh, we celebrate the holidays and we give thanks to the Lord because that's who you thank. You thank the Lord. You thank the Lord God who made all this, who made the world, the big blue marble, as they used to say on Sesame Street, the big blue marble um, is where we live. And it's where heaven's coming to, heaven and earth connected. That's what all the scripture points to, heaven and earth connected. Heaven, God's space, earth, our space, at one time disconnected through sin and nonsense and rebellion and thinking we, we could run the show better. We clearly couldn't. We're still ruining our planet and we're still trying to mend our planet. 
and those are good efforts. I understand that, but um, nonetheless. Okay, subscribe to the Vic Show. Oh, um, Vic Show's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and now. I forgot to put. I haven't had a zit on my neck in years. Oh my gosh. And Terry's camera gets it. I knew I should have worn a high Renaissance collar this morning. <laughs> anyway, and a podcast. Rick, is a podcast up and running? Yes. Yes. So, a podcast. Because you can't get enough of the Vic Show. I know it. Spotify. 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 And. Apple. Yes. Apple, wherever you get your podcasts from, podcasts are all the rage. And I love podcasts. I'm totally into podcasts and listening to things. It's, there's everything out there, the good, the bad, the ugly, but a lot of good, a lot of good. And um, so Vic Show's now, the, it's called Official Vic Show. If you type in your browser or your search engine, it's Official Vic Show is um, the title because there's already apparently another The Vic Show on there which is not me. So it's official Vic show, but keep on searching. You'll find it. And we're just going to start uploading the shows that we do on here on the Vic show and, um, to the podcast. And so you can, podcasts are awesome. You know, you can put them in your headphones or your device and I play them through my car and, um, you know, just everything's connected now with our devices and our automobiles and our homes and podcasts are a way, great way just to have a long, listen to a long-term, long-play conversation about, um, about uh, any topic. So anyway, nonetheless. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's a bit too hot. Sorry. I guess that's a point. Anyway, how are you doing out there? How are you doing there? You're not out there, you're there. Kathleen. Kathleen. I saw Kathleen last night at Publix. We were both, both browsing the bananas, getting our bananas. <laughs> and it was like 9.45, I was rushing in because I have my bananas in the morning and my smoothie and um, you have to get fresh bananas every other day you got to get you know your new new bananas and uh, I was in there and there's a, a little lady there and all masked up and 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 it was kind of chilly last night she was all bundled up intently looking over the bananas and she was kind of in my not in my way but she was where I wanted to be and and so I kind of just hovered out to the side and she looked up at me and her it's like Victor I said, yes. <laughs> and then she started talking, and I could barely hear her because she was all masked up, and she had a soft voice. But her eyes were talking. Her eyes were like, oh, I watch Channel 14 all the time. That's the cable channel. Channel okay. 14 is our cable channel on, I guess, Spectrum. And I've watched it for years and, you know, all this. And I said, well, do you watch the Vic show? She's like, oh, yes, yes. I watch it when it comes on. It never leaves the station. So she watches it by That's default. Awesome. Right. <laughs> but anyway, you watch the big show. I'm not going to complain. So Kathleen, I want to give you a shout out. Uh, we met. I met Kathleen at Publix over the banana stand. Aww. So thanks. So I met one of my, one of the view. 
What is that? What is that Pentecostal angel doing on the set? <laughs> it's not time for her. You're talking about. Kathleen. I know. I'm talking about Kathleen. Don't try to steal the thunder from Kathleen, Pentecostal angel. <laughs> TBN angel. <laughs> Chew. Chew. Oh, well, there. Wait. Okay, I gotta get the. I gotta get my. I gotta get better monitors. I think. I know you're laughing out there, though. So that's the point. You're laughing, and you're like, ah, hi. What? Look at what they're doing on that show. What is that show? It's a big show. So, um, so hello, Kathleen. I just wanted. I wrote a post-it note when I got in my car to say hi to you, so thanks for watching in. And also, you know, we're a local TV station here in the community. My parents started the station, mom and dad, Claude and Frida, back in the late 70s. And, um, and uh, my father and mom followed a, a urging from the Lord. My father felt a call to ministry, but did not feel a call to be a pastor, which in the 70s, that was really, if you felt a call to ministry, that was typically what you thought about being a pastor of a church, going to ministry, you know, going to seminary, getting a degree perhaps, and that's the route. Um, but he wasn't called to that. And so he had some wise direction from a pastor of our church, and he started a ministry. He, went, he had an engineering background, an electronic engineering background, so he started television, a television station, which was kind of in line with his gifting. He wasn't gifted to be a pastor of a church. And that's wonderful, but it wasn't his thing. God gifted him to be an electrician and an engineer and to be technical and, and computer, you know, all just analytical. And so started the ministry and it grew from Leesburg. And here we're in Orlando. Here we are in Orlando, Central Florida, and the Lord is blessed. So we're, we're a local TV station. That's part of our trademark, part of our DNA. We want to touch the world as part of the Great Commission, but our world for us starts in Orlando, starts in Central Florida, Leesburg, Lake County. And um, Terry, I'm going to center up myself in your camera. <laughs> starts in Leesburg and Lake County. <laughs> Tuesday is, is Terry's Monday, so I give her a little bit of slack. <laughs> no, she's, it gets, the Vic show gets, is so compelling, so I understand. No, I'm joking. But it's live, and so it's the Vic show, not the Rick show. Okay. And uh, so, say hi. I I, I want to know people are watching, real living people, living bodies sitting watching the Vic show. I want to know. So, if you see me out and around, and you know, at church or wherever, at Publix, say hi. Mmm. Say hi. And. Um, yeah, it's all good. Speaking of Leesburg and Lake County and my parent, mom and dad starting the station, I'm probably going to go ahead and get into my message. I was going to play a violin solo because uh, we are promoting this album. I'm always promoting something. Victor Bauer's violin solo. It's a CD we did uh, many years ago and we have just reissued it. And, uh, but the music is the same, and it's the one beautiful violin music, which I may play a song today. I'm not sure, because I feel the urgency of the Spirit to move into a message that the Lord gave me for you. And, um, but get the CD. It's $25 donation. And let me finish, 
finish the sales pitch. $25 donation to the ministry? Yes, you can get it cheaper elsewhere perhaps, but it's a donation to the ministry. And uh, it's a fundraiser. You want to get it on there? Or try or not. Um, $25. Uh, and the contact information is on the bottom of your screen. Violin music is a great stocking stuffer. And for the holidays, for Christmas coming up. And anytime you give a gift, it's good violin music. And um, there are 14 songs on it, all basic hymns of the church. Stuff you know, Amazing Grace, The Lord's Prayer, Holy Ground, Heaven Came Down, Majesty, um, My Tribute by Andre Crouch, Count Your Blessings, and All Hymn of the Church, and many others. Uh, the Hallelujah Chorus from Handel's Messiah. So yeah, uh, it's, it's good music, and um, I'm sh sure to bless your souls. Right? Amen. And just the right size for a stocking, if people still do those. And because um, we don't have chimneys really down. Well, we do have chimneys, but whatever. That's a different story, different situation. Um, I was going to talk, I am going to speak about uh, my favorite verse. If you were to ask Victor, host of the Vic Show, what is your favorite verse? What is Victor's favorite verse? My favorite verse, though, uh, is Matthew 7, 7. And the reason my favorite verse is Matthew 7, 7, which I'll get into in a moment, is because when I was about seven years old, seven or eight years old, I wanted a go-kart. I wanted a go-kart. And, um, and I saw one sitting at a Sunoco gas station. I don't even know if Sunoco gas stations exist. It was a Sunoco, S-U-N-O-C-O, Sunoco gas station in Leesburg on the side of the road, Highway 27. And they had all, I guess they had started selling go-karts. And maybe they were new to that era, I don't know. All I knew is that when I saw it sitting on the side of the road, I wanted it. And I think we have a picture of it. Um, it was red go-kart and um, two-seater. Uh, the cat was not included. The cat jumped on there because cats are in all my pictures. <laughs> um, and it had a, uh, a three horse. I don't know if it was a three horsepower. I mean, it had an engine fast enough. Three horsepower sounds really slow. I don't know if three horsepower is slow for a go-kart. But um, a little Briggs and Stratton engine. And uh, I really, really wanted it. And it was um, $350. $350 back in the late 70s. And, um, and that was a lot of money then. And for my parents, it was a lot, it was a big expense because they had started the ministry and funds were very tight. They weren't receiving a salary and they were just living off their savings. And uh, all of a sudden I want a go-kart and I'm the baby son. You know, I'm supposed to get what I want. <laughs> That's not what my mama said. And, um, and so I started asking for it, and I was persistent because I'd come across a scripture in the Bible that gave me license to ask, to seek, and to knock. Matthew 7, 7. What does Matthew 7, 7 tell us? It tells us this. Hmm. It tells us to ask, and it will be given to you. 
Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. Let's continue on. For everyone who asks, he repeats it. Everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Then he gives an illustration. He brings it home personally. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread or asks for a go-kart, will give him a stone or will give him nothing? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, being bad, being mortal, know how to give a good gift to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? And the clincher and the, and the, and the conclusion to the Sermon on the Mount, Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. And this is basically concluding two chapters of what's known as the Sermon on the Mount. Is this little passage of scripture, ask, seek, and knock. And then he repeats it again. Nathan, let's go back. Because it's really important. I'm driving home a point here. Go back to uh, Matthew 7, 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. And then the next verse is basically... A reiteration of the same thing. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. It's about persistence in prayer, and it's about boldness in prayer. And this is revolutionary in the teaching, in the teaching of, of an all teaching of mankind. First off, that the God we serve is a God who hears us when we pray. Remember, Jesus, what's the context of this scripture? Jesus is preaching. This is the book of Matthew, first of the Gospels. And from Matthew chapters 5 through chapter 7, Jesus has been teaching those who followed him. He wasn't intending to teach this, perhaps, but the way the scripture lays it out is that Jesus was ministering in his local area of Galilee, northern Israel, and because of his teaching and the authority that he expressed in his teaching, people began to follow him. People just started following him. That was the custom back then. You know, this was the age before universities. This was the age before or, there was no organized school systems. That, didn't, that wasn't invented basically until modern times. Uh, there was no uh, formal set of education for the common people. Maybe rich kids, rich people had private tutors, but there was no public form for education. That's why the synagogue in the ancient Jewish tradition was so vital and, and, and revolutionary. It was a place of learning for Jews. And you could, Jews could go there and read Torah and learn, read and write. There was no other place to learn to read and write. So Jesus would go around speaking, and this was a tradition of many men in the era. You hear, you hear this in, in, in Greece and in Rome and the other cultures. Wise men, we call them sages or gurus perhaps, would travel around espousing their views and giving their wisdoms. And people who were hungry for knowledge 
who are hungry for the truth, who are hungry for something different out of their life of misery and nothingness, they would start following these men. Well, Jesus started in that tradition as a wise man who started going from town to town, village to village, teaching and preaching. But he was a preacher and a teacher that was different. And the reason he was different is because he spoke with authority. He was telling the same stories. He was, he was preaching from the Torah, which all the scribes and priests taught from. So all the people knew the stories Jesus was teaching because they were the stories that were told every generation over and over and over again. The stories of Moses and the stories of the, uh, the, deli- the Exodus. That was the great story in Israel's history, the Exodus from Egypt to the Promised Land. That was their hallmark. That's what made them who they were. They all knew the stories. They knew the stories of Samson. They knew the stories of King David and King Solomon. They knew those stories. And Jesus taught those stories as well, but he taught them with authority. He taught them in the power of the Holy Spirit. They didn't know that, that but they just, they just like, this guy knows what he's talking about. Almost as if this guy has lived it, is how he taught it. So, people start following him. And so, in, in Matthew chapter 5 through 7, Matthew 5 starts with Jesus led them up to a mountain, to a high place, and he sat them down and he started teaching them. And it's what we call the Sermon on the Mount. And it includes the Beatitudes, it includes all sorts of things. It's basically his mission statement for ministry and how to renew the earth and his plan for kingdom. He wasn't, he wasn't promoting that per se, but it, he was just letting the world know, this is how I plan to do my type of leadership. It will be a kingdom that is not set on top of a hill with a throne and a palace. It's a kingdom that starts from underneath. It's a kingdom who those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, the hungry, will be filled. It's a kingdom where blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Not blessed are the mighty and powerful and rich and well-connected and influencers. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who are in the shadows on purpose because they're doing work that's deep and needed and in the dark. So it was a different kind of kingdom. So at the end of chapter 7, or at the end of that discourse, which is the beginning of chapter 7, Jesus presents this. Ask, and it will be given to you. That was profound. What do you mean, ask, and it will be given? What does that mean? Seek and knock. Those are three verbs. Those are three action words, Jesus says, to do. And when you do them, you won't come away empty. You'll receive. You will find. And you will find openness. Okay, Jesus, that's weird. That's interesting. That's very inspiring. And then he repeats it. For everyone who asks, to him it will be given. And whoever seeks, you'll find. It's not going to be an empty search. And when you knock, the door will be opened. Oh, really? Okay, tell me more, Jesus. Okay. What is the next? And then, he's, and then Jesus brings it home to the crowd, crowd of men. The, full, this crowd is full of families. So he says, what man there among you, if your father and your son asks for bread, are you going to give him a stone? You know? If, he, if your son asks for bread, are you going to... You know, 
if, if someone asks for something, you can say, no, I don't have anything to give you. And that's unfortunate, but you know, it is what it is. But if I ask for something that I need, like bread, and someone gives me something that is the absolute opposite of what I need, like a stone, not only is that a denial of my request, it's also a rejection of who I am. If I ask for bread, and you're like, I don't have any bread to give you, I'm sorry. I'm like, well, that's okay. I understand. You don't have it. No worries. I'll go on. I'll ask someone else. But if I ask for bread, and then you're like, oh, I don't have bread, but here, I'll give this to you, and you can have it, and I give you a stone, it's like a slap in the face. I'm, all, I'm denying your hunger, and I'm denying your hunger with a, almost like a criticism. Oh, I'll give you a stone. I don't have bread to give you, but I'll give you a stone. Ha, ha, ha. Try to eat a stone. No, that's evil. What there, if your son asks for bread, you're not going to give him a stone. And what man among you, um, what's the next one? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? We eat, no, go back. Fish, same thing, same concept. If asked for a fish, that's nourishment. That was the diet of that culture. Fish. But serpents are considered evil. They're dirty. They crawl on the ground. If you give somebody a serpent when they need a fish, that's an evil act. That's what Jesus is saying. Jesus is he's being, he's being, he's exaggerating. He's drawing great opposites. Bread and stone, they're totally opposite. Fish and serpent, totally opposite. Okay. If you then, being evil, if you know how to give a good gift to your children, how much more will your father? Jesus is doing deep work. He's now calling God Father. Wait, Jesus? You mean God of heaven? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? The God that our whole nation has been following for thousands? He's my... What do you mean my father? How much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? This Now Jesus is turning... He's gotten our attention with the material parts of life. Food, shelter... Ask, seek, knock. We all have needs. And Jesus said, I understand. Be persistent. Ask, seek, knock. And then he repeats it. Ask, seek, knock. Be persistent. Pray with persistence. Pray continually. Keep asking. Keep seeking. And be bold about it. Don't be shy and timid. When you pray to this God, who is also your Father, He's not afraid of you. And He has more love for you than you'll ever have for him. And he wants to be in your life. And he created your life for you and gave it to you. And now wants you to want to be in life with him. So keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. He's a good father, as good as your fathers were to you. And perhaps some of you had lousy fathers and no fathers at all. This is a great opportunity to learn what true fatherhood should be. And God can begin to fill those empty places in your life with father figures. If you, maybe you've never heard that. But this is part of our faith, as God is a father. Not only a God you worship, He wants you to refer to Him as Abba Father, as Daddy. I mean, that's almost scary. But that's what He's saying. How much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? And then Jesus Slams that out of the park. Now, therefore, how much God loves you, God wants you to exercise that love by loving others. Ooh. Is that where you're going, Jesus? That's a, is that a bait and switch? No. 
But it's the way it works. God expresses his love to you, wants you to be bold in approaching him, and he will empower you then to go and love others and live it out. We'll talk about that more and deeper next time on The Big Show. Until then, remember, with God, all things are possible. There's some- 